Bam, we in here, baby. You fucking up, dude. <laughs> yo, 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 what is going on? This is DJ Brainstorm on the mic yes, with you sir. right now, coming to you live and direct with episode number 269. Nice. 269. Two, 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 <laughs> it's an so orgy today. Pause. It's only two of here. Pause. 269, the Drop My Summer Thoughts podcast. The DMST yes, podcast sir. is back. Yes, sir. Thank you to everybody tuned in right now on Facebook Live and everybody that will be tuning in and tuning in throughout the week on um, SoundCloud, on Apple Podcasts, on iHeartRadio, on um, Stitcher, Stitcher, all, Nobushka, of all of that. Uh, wherever, wherever, however you get your podcast, we want to thank y'all for tuning yes, in this sir. week. Uh, we no Playboy this week. No I know he gonna probably week. be in the feed at some point, man. So shout out to Playboy. Uh, but Dev, how you feeling? Man, I'm feeling good, man. You know what I mean? Got a got a little win today. Got a win. It was ugly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> ugly. You know what I mean? Winning is like busting a nut. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> sometimes you last 15 minutes. Sometimes the Browns bust early today. This wasn't a, this wasn't a good session. Yeah, sometimes you got to be like, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The Browns, my bad that they wait to win today. Sorry. <laughs> Did you come to? <laughs> <laughs> no? All right. Maybe next time. No, well, all right. That, that was Baker in the press conference today. I got to be better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was the equivalent of, Did you come to? <laughs> Baker was apologizing to his girl in the press conference. Tell me about it. You know, it was a lot of open holes. I just couldn't fill them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just couldn't reach the level I was trying to get to. You know what I'm saying? It was slippery out there today. You know what I mean? Couldn't keep my hands on the balls. Pause. 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 That analogy is done now. You know what I mean? It's officially over. No, but uh, but yeah, we got to win. It was ugly, but um, you know, three and one. I'll take three and one. You know, you know what I've learned about having a good football team right now? It's that you nitpick. Yeah. Over the last years, we've just been mad. Like everything was, so many things was bad. This person's bad. The defense mm-hmm. is bad. The offense is bad. The coach is bad. <laughs> Everybody's bad. And now we just nitpicking. Yeah. Now, so for whatever it's worth, still at the end of the day, we are only nitpicking about yeah. stuff. We are three and one. The defense is looking better. Baker, come around. I mean, I, I know. Really? He's, I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I do think he kind of is who he is, though. He's going to be. Let me a, tell you he, something right now. They talking about paying Baker $30 million a year. I'm telling you this right the fuck now. Baker, I'm looking in the camera. Baker. If you needed twenty dollars, nigga, I wouldn't give you a twenty. You hear me? I wouldn't pay you shit if you couldn't get home. And you needed three dollars for the bus. You walking, nigga? I'm not paying Baker Mayfield nothing. You hear me? Not a dime for Baker Mayfield. All I ever say about that is, all right, then who you gonna pay? I, I was saving this. I was gonna save this. All I want to say is. All of the workers in Cleveland, all of the massage therapy owners in Cleveland, get ready. Because business about to go up when Deshaun Watson is the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns next year. Get your massage lotion ready, baby. Moving on. You wouldn't take – I got a question for you and be goddamn honest now. I'll take the judgment of massaging and getting his little wiener yanked off. Who would you rather be your quarterback of the Cleveland Browns, Baker Mayfield or Deshaun Happy Ending Watson? Come on now. Keep it 100. Keep it 100. What they say? Keep it 100 with yourself. Look, his skill skill set is better. Yes. Um, Obviously, his skill set is better. So at this point, you would say him. 
But you don't even know. Send when. Baker back to Texas. He's from Texas. Send him back even, home. You don't even know when he's going to play again, though. He's going to play week one of the 2022. <laughs> Not if his shit ain't resolved this year. He ain't, he ain't got suspended yet. How about we trade Baker back to Houston, let Case Keenum start for the rest of the year, bring him in, let him all get right, suspended. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm done go. with Baker, man. Well, watch he going to throw, throw for 12 touchdowns and no picks and then, over and then there. And you're going to be T.O. on our ass. That's my quarterback. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm waiting on it. I got the meme teed up in the phone. I'm waiting. You just don't know. I'm waiting on it. I'm waiting on the game. I can't stand Baker, man. Yeah, he was terrible today. Deshaun Watson will be here in a minute, though. I ain't mm-hmm. worried. He was terrible today, yeah. but uh, we got to the win though. Three first place, tie for first. Yep, three and one. Um, I'm guessing it's it with the Bengals, so we in first place. The Bengals don't deserve to be in first yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say we we are so owners of first place. Fuck yeah. the Bengals. Uh, yeah, we'll be in first place by ourselves in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. So <laughs> enjoy it, Cincy. Enjoy it. it. It won't be here long. I looked at that video today of um, the skyline chili chili stuff. Man, listen from that baseball game when that announcer was going in on that skyline Cause, chili. Because if you're not from Cincinnati, this this the, okay. We we we've done this a million times. I, it's the only thing I got to say about it. If you're not from Cincinnati, chili just tastes different. Mm. I know that y'all used to it because, like, you know what I mean? When you was, like, eight, that was the first chili you had. But here, everywhere else, chili just tastes different than it do here. So when you eat that Skyline chili, you literally – I don't even know if it's much as it's nasty. You're just like, what the fuck? fuck what is this? On in this? Yeah, yeah. This ain't chili. You yeah, know what I'm that's, saying? That's, that's exactly what it is, yeah. yeah. So yeah. anyway um, – I guess you know how was how was your week and everything. Man, my week was cool, man. Um, nothing too. Uh, okay. uh, I don't want to get nothing away. You know, all I'm gonna say is this: I'm not gonna say it's not at home. It may may or may not be at work. I ain't gonna give it nothing away. I I just can't stand when the atmosphere is thick of negativity. You know what I'm saying? And in one aspect of my life, I'm not gonna give it away. It may or may not be work. You know what I'm saying? The atmosphere, and it's not so. It's not even surrounding me. It's not like anything of me is in jeopardy. It's just it's hard to function in a disruptive, dysfunction, disruptive or dysfunctional atmosphere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when people don't like pins and needles, and you know, stuffs up in the air, and you know. People trying to leave, and it's just like, geez, us, man. It's just especially at work. Yeah, like, I, man. It, you gotta have a good work environment. Um, people gotta like. I, I, it, it always drives me crazy when I'm looking at leadership. Sometimes that can't see that it's about a lot of bad energy yeah. just going on at work, like between the workers, or you got a bunch of people leaving and quitting and stuff like that. Yeah. Like when leadership can't see that. It just it. Well, it what if they don't my, care? That's the other part. I, yeah. I think I think that's that's what happens a lot of times. Like it could be happening in some place that I know right now. I'm not saying it's work or anything <laughs> like that either. But you know, when you got a mass exodus of people mm. within months, it's probably got to do a little yeah, bit with some man. some of the culture around there. Yeah, man. You you try to function because I'm I'm like I I didn't even know it was that bad because like I said, it may or may not be work. But you in those situations where uh, you know. Maybe a different area of the of the of the, the 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 place. I'm trying to give none away. Different areas of the place. You, you have supreme knowledge about one area, 
but you're completely blind to the other areas and the other areas where the issues are at. Mm -hmm. But because you're so solely focused on your field of study, you're like, oh, everything going pretty good. You know what I'm saying? But meanwhile, the other side of it is on fire, like burning to the, you're like, damn. And then it just creates a bad energy with everybody else. And it's just like, man, I don't know. I don't like, I can't, I don't function well in that kind of situation, it's, man. It's tough going to work like that. That's yeah, all I know. So. When, when everybody, well, if it's work. But yeah. it's like when, when everybody ain't happy or a ton of people ain't happy. Yeah. And it's just, it's like, it's people, it's just a bunch of different people competing to get their agendas done. <sighs> ain't going to work. Or the one thing that you don't want as a management, and people need to, I don't know if people need to go to trainings for this. You don't want the people, because at certain jobs, you got true management and people who work for them. At other jobs, you got management who are supposed to be, this is a bad word for, you know, for our history, but more, more or less overseers than like true bosses. You know what I'm saying? But the one thing you don't want is for those underneath whoever the boss is to start forming like Voltron. That's what you don't want. Is when one has an issue, then the other one has an issue, and somebody else got an and issue, and then they become the supernova. Y'all get along because y'all can all complain about the issues y'all have. Yeah, you don't I, want I that, that, man. Yeah. yeah. You don't want that. So yeah. that's, you know. Basically, y'all might not even like each other, but y'all can always come, come together on in that. the middle when y'all <laughs> talk about whoever, whatever, the, whatever's going wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah, man. But other than that, other than kind of like coming to that realization, man, like, oh, God, and there's some stuff that's going on that's going to happen this week. And I'm like, oh, my God, man, this is, it's, I don't know. It's just not the kind of environment I like to flourish in. But other than that, man, um, shout out to, I'm, I'm going to give shout outs. Now, first of all, shout out to Cat, who, you know, been on the pod before. And um, you know, um, you know, a friend of show, mm-hmm. working with her doing some dope stuff. And then like, we talk, I think we talked about last week, we went to the Shaw game when they opened up the stadium and um ran into some old friends and teammates, whatever one of my old homies I ran into. He um working with this rapper in the city, man. Her name is I am Ladybug, man. She pretty dope, man. Mm-hmm. And uh been putting some music together for her. So um it's been a fun week in, in that in the sense that like I spent all day Saturday working on music. Like what what after I met with them on Thursday, I made a note like, all right, I am going to it's almost like the same thing putting the videos up for working out. I'm gonna commit myself to working with her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And working with the people that I'm working with and focus on these two people and that's it. But part of working with them is expanding my palette. Cause like I didn't have to get into like the uh <laughs> The you know the city girl style beats, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like I don't really do that kind of music, you know what I mean? But put it this way, I had a conversation, <laughs> seven a conversation with her and my homie. They both came through on Thursday, and they ended the the she ended one of the parts of the conversation like this, put her hand across her neck and said, "Period." And I said, "What the fuck is going on in my life right now?" You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You but she the homie though. It's just two that's, different worlds, man. That's, two different that's worlds. the hard part of of doing the kind of work that we do at times, yeah. like with you doing the music or even with me DJing, because it's like I've turned some stuff down from people. I told you I ask a lot of questions yeah. about what the event's gonna be because it's a, it's a certain crowd. I just don't want. I don't want to work with the city girls crowd. <laughs> but just you know what? Honest. She dope though. She dope though. I, so, I, yeah. yeah, but I mean, but I get what you're saying. though. Yeah. it's just. You get to a certain age and it's just start being like, man, 
do I really want to do, do this? Do I want to do this? Yeah. Yeah, no, but once you meet the person, you're like, oh, okay, they good people. They got a good work ethic. They really want to do some work. You know what I'm saying? So you're like, all right, let's 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 jump in with both feet. Let's see what we come up with, man. You know what I'm saying? So, kind of expanding my palette, challenging myself musically to see what I can come up with. But I didn't been able to come up with like eight or nine. Man, I probably created like 20, 25 new tracks this week. But like eight or nine specifically for that genre. I've been sending cat stuff like crazy. So we'll see what happens over the next six to nine months or whatever with this man so but uh just ready to work and do you know spend a lot more time up here on, on you know we got people you know doing different pods and stuff we uh you know be up here doing music you know um mm-hmm. yeah hey one challenge challenge myself to do more stuff but that's been my week man mm-hmm. it's been a weird week on both ends of the spectrum you know what i'm saying nah, nah, I feel yeah but, but how your week been man it was all cool um just the basic stuff, working, uh, doing the stuff for this internship and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, your ass owe me five dollars now. <laughs> I done came, I done drove up here for another for another episode of the show. Fuck, I uh, forgot, man. It, it, and then you ain't tell me again that they wasn't doing the show. Damn, so I man, car. I felt bad Dude, about and, that and shit Wednesday, too, man. I mean, I was I was tied up, and I, I was like, man, let me make some food real quick. You, you know, know, before we go, and I, I made food. And I was like, all right, I threw it in some containers. I'm like, I can, I can eat at the studio. I pull up. And I'm, I don't see your car. I'm like, man, if this dude, <laughs> I called you. So you, you answered the phone like, shit, I did it again. Because I, I, I did it earlier. So I was left work early. So uh, shout out to Letitia from LTC. She had texted me. I was doing some other stuff at work. She had texted me. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to hit her back or whatever. Because she had texted me about, um, you know, do, doing it a different day. Because one of the people couldn't do it. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to hit her back. And I didn't hit her back. And then she called me on the way home from work. I answered the phone the same way. Where her, I was like, fuck. I'm like, my bad. But I was like halfway down the freeway, and she called me, and she told me. And I'm like, yeah, you know what I mean? Maybe we can do next Tuesday or, you know, the following Wednesday. I think they're going to end up doing the following Wednesday. But we talked to the point, either we talked, we didn't talk that long until I was all the way home, but I think I'm going to talk to somebody else, maybe. Lee had called, something else, something else. But it, it was to the point I got off the phone with her, and then not too long after that I was at home. Yeah, no, because I did talk to to, to Leah because we were talking about going to eat and stuff like that. And so by the time I got off the phone, I wasn't that far from the crib. And it, it just it slipped my mind to, like, call you after I had just talked to Letitia. And, like, while I was on the phone with Letitia, I'm like, I got to call Brainstorm. But after I hung up, so much shit happened. And so I get home. I change clothes. We get ready to go out to eat. This nigga, I look down at my phone. You know you at dinner. You just, I'm, I, I had gone to dinner for the first time in a minute with the fam, and I'm sitting there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I look down at my fucking phone and see her name. I'm like, God damn it. I bet straight, you this nigga outside the studio, and I ain't calling, man. Way downtown, yep. My bad, man. I had to text you again later tonight. <laughs> like, my fault, man. Yeah. I completely forgot to text you, man, or call you. Yeah, Fuck. I, I guess I got to start checking in on these Wednesdays sometimes because it's that's just, my bad, man. Um, but yeah, but other than that, I mean, it's just, it's just the week has been a week. I mean, work, work is just work, man. Yeah, it's, just, it's, yeah. it's actually not as bad as I as, as it had been for me as of late. Like I, I'm getting to the point that I know I can. I, I'm dealing with it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all good, man. But um, just that, and uh, I'm trying to think if anything else happened this week. I don't really think so. I think it was just pretty much slow motion. Mm. I mean, I ain't do no work. I mean, I no DJing this week or anything like that. So mm. it's all good, though, man. So hopefully everybody in the feed had a pretty good week, uh, had a pretty good weekend and everything. 
Um, so I don't know. So what we got on the agenda for today? I wanted to start this off by saying something real quick, man. I uh, hereby denounce my love for Robert Kelly. It's over. It's over. It's over. I can no longer defend. It took. It took for what to happen. <laughs> you know what it was. <laughs> I mean, it, <laughs> nah, nigga, won't credit like <laughs> come in the room <laughs> with a robe on. Like the Lord gonna bless me. I, 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 I can't do it, man. Like. It it took me hearing some of the egregious stuff in this trial. You know what I mean? All right, so this 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 what the problem was. I'm just real quick question. Real this is what real quick. I mean, like it's funny because I was talking about it with my girl last night, when we, and we and the R. Kelly stuff came. We were talking about something, and we talk, got on it for a second. But I'm uh-huh. like, I'm like, and we were also we're also guilty of allowing it to continue. Not yes. that not, not that we could have done anything, but. All I ever said was to a lot of people is, did you see the tape back in the day? We saw the tape. Okay. So we're all guilty, but go we're, ahead. We're all guilty, right? Can I, all right, let's, let's, let's break this down. Brass text. Let's talk about this. The tape was readily accessible. It tells you how, how wild the late 90s was. It also tells you how great of music the motherfucking made. Yeah. Too. I'm just, but, but, hate me for saying it, but it's the truth. No, it's true. But the tape was so readily available there's no way humanly possible this girl could be under 18 because the tape was, I don't want to throw no stores under the buses. I don't know if they still open. You could go in the stores in the hood well, I got, and purchase I, well, the I R. Kelly tape, well, bro. Well, I saw it for sale yeah, yeah. on a street corner where I used to get my bootleg CDs from <laughs> and DVDs. So that's where I saw but it. But early on. I'm not saying I bought it or anything. Yeah, I mean, I just saw it from That's why I saw it for sale. I'm just. But continue. Like, it was just so readily available. Man, it's a lot of factors. Give me this, this is the nineties. We was in school. We all we remember. And before I say this, I'm not defending. I'm I'm telling you, I'm I'm denouncing whatever love I have for R. Kelly. All I'm saying is the atmosphere back then created this weird soup of acceptance. Like we all went to Shaw or different schools where we would mm-hmm. see girls in our class get picked up by niggas in cars. Mm-hmm. We was it was there, nobody blinked an eye. We all knew these niggas didn't go to school no more. Now, I, I do think nowadays it probably would be something a little bit oh, it different would be. If, if it was grown men pulling up at, at, at the school picking kids. But like you said, at, in high school, yeah, it, it was normal. We it, didn't it, even, it, it was regular. Let's put it like that. It was regular. It was regular. And then the videotape was so readily available. It didn't register that what we was watching was like, illegal you know like you know what i mean like obviously recording somebody without their knowledge is illegal but we didn't realize how illegal but the you, tape was I mean, like we like we like we but it turned you're right but it turned it into a joke mm-hmm. as opposed to like it being like yo this girl is it was almost it like was a lot of did you see the tape yeah, did you see the tape? Oh, yeah i saw the tape did you see the tape all, all the time yeah so we knew but to us it was funny but it really wasn't funny. It was some fucked up shit that was going on. Mm-hmm. But it was funny. But in essence, we were watching a capital crime be committed. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, everybody that 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 made copies of that tape and sold yeah. that tape was contributing to another crime being done and stuff like that. And until we learned the, uh, I'm keep one hundred man. Until we learned all the crazy details of like the sex dungeon, basically that this man had at his house. Like Bell Biv DeVoe had a line backstage, underage, underage adolescent. adolescent. How you doing? Fine. Yeah. It, yeah. It, 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 it wasn't. It that was a was wild the, time we was living. Was, I mean, I get what you you're saying. You understand what I'm saying? I, I see. Yeah, we get it. You know, I know it may be some people that listen that may be like, it don't matter. This it don't. It don't ni- matter. I mean, but the 90s was wild. It, yeah. We've talked about it just in different ways. Even we talked about it in the, um, at times when we were talking about, uh, uh, you know how you know probably the Bill Cosby stuff and the roofies and stuff when mm-hmm. we talking about just mm-hmm. equating it to us. I'm like, I know I've been at parties where all you cared about was having enough alcohol there to make sure That's, people got everybody drunk got enough. drunk. <laughs> so whatever would be happening, that was the '90s. That was college. That was early shit. 2000s. Yeah. I'm not gonna confirm or deny there may or may not have been a boom boom room at a house on our campus. I may or may not have lived at. I may not have, may have, may not have lived there. There may have been boom boom rooms. This was a wild time. All I know is that when I was in Erie, I saw a wall that said Dev was here. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know. I was here. I was like, I had to call you right there. <laughs> yeah, this, this was your corner, huh? Okay. This is where you used to run them at, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like what I'm telling you is if you saw like somebody Everybody knew what the room was, and if somebody entered the room, man, it's fucked up, man. It was almost a a, a mad dash. But you, is but, there anything wrong with that though? That's just grown consenting people. That's consenting doing people. Something but but you, still, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. It's still, it's still how how wild it was. It's like yo, it's just it's like the sock yeah. on the door type thing yeah, or something it was like just, that. It's just like all right, but well, no, I can't go home. I, I got to give him at least an hour. But I think it I think it it gives credit to our society and where we are now because I appreciate and respect where we are now and our like that somebody like R. Kelly is held accountable. We need to make sure other R. Kellys don't come around. You know what I'm saying? And and just for the sake of obviously some people are already passed away. You can, but just condemn the people that need to be condemned. You know what I'm saying? Like it was and also understand that we can't go back and try people for crimes under today's moral laws. Because some moral laws just wasn't the same back in the day. I think I think that's the hard part because, again, we can look back at it and know it wasn't right. Yeah. That was just life back then. And, it's, and it's, again, it's not to say that those women didn't deserve better or people don't deserve justice. That was it back then. I mean, that's just what it was. That's true. Can I say something? They be like it's the youth, it's the youth that's uh is driving this, and you know eighteen to twenty five they're driving. Mm-hmm. You want to know why it's the young people driving this? Because mm-hmm. the youth's mamas was the ones getting picked up by the older niggas from school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they not about to be hypocrites. Them 44-year-old mamas that be take y'all to see the point was having niggas come pick them up from school in five point Keep it one hundred. Ain't a whole lot of thirty eight. The forty-five-year-old women like fuck R. Kelly for the for the most part. They like shit. You ain't gonna have me stop listening to R. Kelly. I'm telling you, your uncles and mamas and daddies and aunties was some wild ass human beings in the eighties and nineties. Little truth in that, yeah. They was some wild shit, bro. 
So these kids is like, oh, this is crazy. And mama like, uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's, uh-huh. it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I think everybody has stories and stuff like that from the time that they were growing up and yeah. things like that. But again, the '90s, like you said, in the early 2000s were just a, so, a time where. <laughs> and you was, almost look back on it too, and you just like, God, how did I come out of that? Like, yeah. Whew. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm unscathed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> you yeah. Right now, there are some stories from college, Mm-mm. pre-college, uh, summers back from college, Mm-mm. that I will go to the grave with. You hear me? The nineties, well, well, early two. I forgot everything. <laughs> don't, don't, don't ask me nothing. The nineties and early two thousands was a wild time. Yeah, that, it was. It really. That's was. all I got to say about it. And man. you can tell, just even in, I mean, honestly, just in the music and stuff like that. I yeah. mean, it was the music gave no fucks back then. None. No fucks at all. That's why it will always, to me, be the golden age of hip hop. To me, it goes back to the middle to early nineties. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, you got the pioneers who have paved the way. We never disrespect them. You know what I mean? Late 80s, mid to late 80s to the early 90s. But once you get to the the, the mid-early 90s on through the early 2000s, it's hip-hop at its finest, man. It's starting with N.W.A., ending with, like, 50-ish. That era of hip-hop, nobody gave a fuck. It didn't come into it after him once. Lil Wayne kind of bridged the gap to Drake and then music – Felt different, but mm-hmm. fifty back to NWA and everybody in between. Fuck them in their ass, throw them over the bridge. It was yeah. just a wild time in rap music, yeah. man. Yeah, it was a wild yeah. world, bro. Yeah. Biggie had some very, very. If you listen to Biggie shit, Biggie had some controversial <laughs> ass lyrics, shit. like dead ass. It was wild, um, man. You know, and that you just you batted no eyes that you gave no yeah. fucks. It was just like oh, okay, that was that's the cut. That's that's you just kept going, but yeah. yeah. Ooh. So, so basically, so what ends up happening? I mean, I still don't even know how much time R. Kelly got in prison. Mm-hmm. I think he, I think it's twenty. Is it twenty five? Twenty five to life. Ten Did they sent li- Ten I, I, life? I didn't know they sentenced him yet. Oh no, they didn't sentence him yet. But it, him, he didn't get sentenced. But he got found guilty. And the mm-hmm. the charges carry like I think it was ten to life, but twenty five to life. They don't know if he's going to be able to serve, serve him concurrent. They don't know if he's going to get time served. Because the truth is, if R. Kelly gets time served and he only gets 10 years, we'll see R. Kelly in like 2026. Yeah, you know, spring 2026, he'll have a a new anthem for the summer out. So so let's say Kells gets out of prison. And you know it's going to (laughs) slap. You know, I mean, you know it is. R. R. Kelly just has the talent. But I think we've, I think we've, I think the, the accessibility to stars and to content has lessened our awe of content creators. Meaning like, if this was the 90s, R. Kelly would have been able to to make it four or five years later. I just don't know if, you know, I don't know if Josh Gordon carries the same amount of weight. It's just, you know what I mean? Like, Josh Gordon, get the fuck out of here. Like, (laughs) Go be a third down wide receiver. Like you got your chances, bro. Like we don't live in that era no more. Where you you I mean you can bounce back. I mean, he was just joking about Deshaun Watson. Like yeah, it's a funny thing to say he's gonna be the quarterback of the Browns, but we'll probably never hear from him again. Yeah, it, we move on quickly in this era, man. 
Well, I, I think that, uh, and I also think that it's, stuff just don't go away as easy here. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. they, they screenshot your, your tweet, even if you take it right down, they yeah. go they go dig through your tweets from, yeah. from fucking 10 years ago and bring stuff like, yeah. like nothing really goes away in this day and age. So it's tough now to sit there and just like, okay, yeah, he'll bounce back. They probably won't. Yeah. A lot of people probably won't, you know, and honestly, it's probably a good thing. You know, it's like, go do something. I mean, I guess that's where you come into the, the slippery slope thing because it's like then how do you just start prohibiting people from making a living? Yeah. And it's like, but you're not prohibiting them from making a living. Like, you can go make songs. That don't mean people got to fuck with it, though. What if he do make a slapper, like a banger? I'm going to have to retire from DJ. Holy! Damn, man. I just, I know it's messed up to say, I hope Kale's just, go, I hope it just go away. Same thing with the yeah, Bill Cosby yeah, shit. I hope, I hope, I hope, you know, people just need to sometimes. You, just, you heard just, Bill was like, yeah, yeah, they, they yeah, doing him dirty. Railroaded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bill, go sit your ass down. Have a, go, go, go have a pudding pop and sit your ass down somewhere. Bill, right Bill, for the Bill homie. lucky his ass got out of jail. I just knew, I just knew Bill was going to fucking die in jail. And I know that sounds bad to say. Oh. But I knew Bill was gonna be done when he got sentenced, and so, and, and because of a technicality, he got out. Yeah, and they was they was saying he might be if he does get you know a, a lengthy prison sentence, he might end up being. You talking about somebody dying in prison? He might be on like suicide watch because I guess he was like a crazy, crazy, crazy person. He's very narcissistic. Yeah, yeah. So like. Everything it was stories of like him and during basketball games having to like they make sure R. Kelly gets the ball all the time. Like every time they come down the court, he got to get the he's rock. A narcissist. He had to make sure his team wins. So it, they don't think he's gonna be able to really function that well. You know what I'm oh saying? Oh well. Oh well. I mean, I, honestly, at this, at this point, after, it's really just an oh well. You know, yeah. I'm I'm cool with the fact that. Um, you know, he may not make music again. Fuck yeah. it. I mean, it's like, yo, you Can did, I, you did file fucked up shit. I'm cool. I mean, like, I, I, I don't need it. I, I don't need something from you that bad that it's like, oh, you got to let him get off. I'm yeah. cool. I saw him. this. I saw this argument, and I do understand the argument. I don't know how. I don't know how much I agree. I got that picture up there right now for this reason. I saw this argument that no other group of people would have two icons of this status be destroyed in the way that they're being destroyed. One, I think they destroyed themselves. But two, that is kind of true. Mm-hmm. But I think they destroyed themselves. They brought it on themselves. Yeah. But but Bill Cosby and R. Kelly are iconic, man. Mm-hmm. Like they are Bill Cosby is history book worthy, mm-hmm. impactful, mm-hmm. and it's just I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah, I but but I mean, like you said, it's both of those things can be yeah. true. Both yeah. of them can be true um, because, they, of course, they're gonna they're gonna come for people who are black more. Yeah, but if you didn't put yourself, it's just, it's it's kind of what I say sometimes where. It's not about saying people deserve to die and something like that. You yeah. know, like when it comes to like the police brutality and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But sometimes it's like, what? Sometimes you were doing something to actually get the police called to you in the first yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't mean you deserve to get shot, beat, killed, anything yeah. like that. That's absolutely not what I'm saying. Yeah. But you could also sustain, like, there's always a causal effect of how we got into this. I know, spot I know what here. you're trying to, but well, I know you there's might not be trying e- to say it. There's an equation of how A was done, which required B to be done, and then ultimately we got to C. Now, again, 
C might still be fucked up. C, C, is, C is where people get stuck at because C don't happen to everybody. A happens to everybody, B happens to everybody, but C yeah. tends to yeah. only happen to George Floyd. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 he tried to pay with a fake 20. It happens. Yeah. Why you got to get murdered because of it, though? Like, you just took it too far. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, C only tends to happen to us. Like, who else would have Art, man, Art Kelly? And that's just like, I don't know. Bono and you know what I'm saying like that's that's big time stuff man and, and Robert De Niro or something you know what I'm saying like both just being erased from mm-hmm. the culture like that's that's hard to do how do you people like you know just stop listening to his music like who just somebody need to teach me how to do that somebody need to teach me let's say something happened and Bono it was just wild and Bono or whoever I don't know Somebody who's just a uh, uh, Springsteen. All of a sudden, somebody whose music helped. Out. Even though R. Kelly's music only helped you like through, you know, sixty-nine I mean, I, sessions, they still helped. Yeah, you I, mean, I mean, it still helped you. Yeah, through I, I mean, I, I believe I can fly. Only got you so far. Yeah, only got you so far. Now, the greatest sex <laughs> is a different, different animal. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But like, could still you on your booty on the other <laughs> hand? You know what I'm saying? Man, them memes funny. As got a lot of fuck. people got a lot of people from second base to home plate. Yeah, listen. In the in, in, in the late nineties, early two thousands. I, R- I digress. Hold on, let me see if I can find them. Them R. Kelly memes. Well, that shit it'd be the it'd be the scare straight, and it's like nigga, I said, give me a two two to yeah. beat me. Yeah, it's funny as fuck, man. Yeah. Um, but but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. But uh, it, it's again, he he he's gonna get what he deserved um, um, going for it, and and that's and I'm fine with that, man. So, yeah. Um, like while we're talking about this and like some of the um, some of what it feels like excuses people make sometimes, you know, and I, I, I for everybody that's sitting here talking about he getting railroaded and all this other stuff or whatever, like like all y'all can go to hell too. Like the man did, yeah, it. like like yeah. we again, we are all kind of complicit in it in a sense because we saw and, and so real quick, I saw of it back in the day. I saw so in the feed. Shout out to Letitia from LTC. She said. You know, basically, since we send this in our black men for these horrific acts, can we normalize white men, priests, and cultures for the same acts? I think we can. I think, but that goes back to the the, the conversation we were just having with Brainstorm was saying A, B, and C. I think C tends to only happen. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of egregious things because they did Harvey want they. I mean, it's not like it, it, it's specific to only us. They did get Harvey Weinstein. They did get Louis C.K. a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, they did get this other comedian, Chris D'Elia. They did. It's not like it's only happening to our people. Harvey Weinstein had his hand in on all of your favorite 90s cult classics. Yeah. He damn near had his hand in on all of them. And they got him up out of here. You know what I'm saying? It's also... We kind of early in the, the the black folks being influential move moves movers and shakers mm-hmm. in society. You know what I mean? I think um, as we go forward, we'll probably end up. It'll probably end up being the Will Smithish, Will Smith, LeBron James, Barack Obama, will start being the people of this era period of life that are going to be like the representation of black people we would have liked it to be bill cosby or whatever because when you look back in history 
it's only like 10 or 15 people's names we know. It's not like somebody from every 10 years, we know a white man. Who's the biggest white man from 1920, 1930? There's nobody damn know. Mm-hmm. I think from this era, the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, let me like four or five dudes, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, you know what I mean? People who Michael go. Michael Jackson. Michael like Jackson. Yeah, like we're not going. It's not. It, R. Kelly and Bill Cosby just going to fall by the wayside. And they did it to themselves, man. They yeah. did it to themselves, to be honest with you. They did it to themselves. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just transitioning a little bit. Again, like yeah. I said, for people who, um, who the excuses, things, whatever. I had a thought this week when I saw, saw a couple things this week. Mm-hmm. Um, like the first thing I saw was the. Um, I asked you if you saw the video of the of the guy in, in, uh, somewhere in Florida um, catching the alligator in a uh, in a yeah, trash can. Yeah. One shout out to that man. Uh, mm-hmm. Couldn't have been me, brother, because and and had slides on at the time too. You know what I'm yeah. Could, that was that if that wasn't the most Florida shit ever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it couldn't have been me. Mm-hmm. That, you know, and for the people who ain't seen it, I forgot what part of Florida it is, but. It was an alligator in a driveway, and, and there was a, a black guy who just got one of them big garbage cans like you have in your yard where you got to pull it out to the street. They give you the, the one for regular we, we, trash. They give you the one for— uh, Hey, hey, you asked for it. We sell with seed. You yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he just— Let's get a good look at, at what happened here. Let's, let's, let's talk it up. Talk it up. Let's, let's go to the videotape. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, I said, he, he take one of them regular garbage cans you get in your yard. You know, the, one is for recycling, one is for trash. And he, pulled the, he pulled it out. We about to play it for you right now. Uh-huh. I, I, shout out to this brother. <laughs> this man is insane. You hear me? <laughs> Couldn't have been me. Absolutely insane. For those who are listening throughout the week, thank you for listening. But um, give us a, a, a view one time so you can see the videos we playing. We are playing the Florida alligator trash can man. This thing is crazy. Are those Adidas slides? He, he is seeing slides. <laughs> what happens if the alligators? Whoa, 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 brother! The wildest part to me is the end when he got to flip the trash can. Yeah, because what if it go back too far and it flipped on you? Oh, Lord, it's a fire, Jesus. So so uh, as we're talking about, like I said, we're talking about the different things that people are using, you know, different excuses or whatever. Kudos to that man. Mm -hmm. Couldn't have been me. Will never Um, be me. I, I love a lot of people in my life. I believe in this thing called God's will. Uh, but go <laughs> in the house, close the door, and call animal control. Bro, yeah. So you know as I'm looking at this throughout the week, and I saw it somewhere, shade room, one of those places or whatever, I saw somebody in the, in the comments, and could have been being funny. You know, sometimes people like to just stir stuff up. People like to troll, as they say. But a woman came in, and she said, now this is what we mean as black women when we say that, you know, we want our black men to protect us. I feel like sometimes you got to stop mm. using these. It's, it's the boy who cried wolf or whatever. You got to stop attaching that argument to stuff it don't apply to. Mm-hmm. Because we, as black men of a sane mind, mm-hmm. can understand what you're saying when you're saying, hey, we want y'all to protect us more. We need y'all to do us uh, uh, do more for us. We need y'all to have more you know, respect for us. Mm-hmm. We know it's not every man. Mm-hmm. We know we see videos of, of, of men doing fucked up stuff online and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, we see it all the time. So we know it's not every man. But you got to stop taking that argument, putting it in places that don't apply. Yeah, they don't, it, it don't apply to that one. At all. It don't apply. And, and if I got to risk a limb <laughs> to an alligator 
to prove my love. This is not the goddamn five heartbeats. I ain't got to fight every day to prove my goddamn this ain't love the for you. Games, bro. No. <laughs> Have you watched that yet? I watched a little bit when I was when I was at the salon getting my hair did oh. yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm good. Thinking, I'm thinking about it, but uh, I'm but yeah, good. I'm but, good. But yeah, it's you. That argument just don't apply. And I, I feel like when you're doing stuff like that, it's devaluing the argument. Mm-hmm. And then when it does apply, it's, get, it's getting people to a point. Where at times you're gonna be sitting in light and you hear it and you're just gonna start rolling your eyes. Because mm. again, in Florida, another story this this week that came out, there was a young lady in Orlando, and I mm-hmm. can't think of her name, I don't wanna sign out right now, but mm-hmm. uh, who she got killed because she lived in fact I'll just pull it up real quick. I, I got it, okay. I don't pull it up. Okay. Uh she lived in an apartment complex and I guess there was a guy who worked maintenance in her building and you know, she used I think she worked in the leasing office or something like that at the building she worked that that she lived in. And he would ask her out a lot. I guess he was really trying to trying to get with her, and she didn't. Like she didn't want to talk to him, and so he ultimately got a um, what is it? A not not a universal, but got like a I guess you could call it a universal key or whatever that could let her let himself into her apartment. And then when he did that, he basically he killed her, and then ultimately he wound up killing himself too, mm. um, which was which was shitty on top of that, on top of everything else, but. That's where you kind of put that argument in to me. Yeah, that's when go. you sit there. That's when you sit there and say, "Okay, we need y'all to protect us more. We need y'all to care about us more. Things like that." Wow. Not when it's a guy that's sitting there, um, that's sitting there yeah. fighting a damn alligator or something like that. That's a pointless argument to me. Yeah. And again, it's the boy who cried wolf to me. It, it's yeah. it's the oh, what is it? it's the boy who cried wolf. Yeah, it's the boy, boy okay. who cried wolf. Yep. You know, it's it's just at some point people are going to start to turn a, a, a blind or deaf ear to you yeah. because you're applying it to something that don't matter. That's a sad story down there in Orlando yeah. for that yep. because another I mean an argument that we that we hear all the time like a, a woman should be able to turn you down. I saw yep. one a person that we went to school with Christina. She played ball for Shaw. Mm-hmm. I saw her. She had posted on Twitter like she said she had started a thread about it about the fear that women feel living in an apartment by themselves mm. and things like that. And like, we can't put ourselves in their shoes Mm-mm. because honestly, we don't know the feeling of hey, some, some, how many times is a woman walking up to us asking for our numbers? Yeah. Like, no, I'm not interested hey, you in know, something like that. Yeah, you know, but, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but we don't have that, that argument that they have on the yeah, other yeah, side yeah. where, no, you know, hey, they they might have turned the guy down, but the guy just don't. He don't. He keep pressing them. He keep this and that or whatever. That's got to be a scary feeling. I'm not. I'm not being. You know, I got to be me. Mm-hmm. With all due oh, to the Most High, how do we know? Because the person who can tell you whether or not she turned them down or not. That's for the reports, though. I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm, you know what I'm, I'm saying. I'm not saying. I'm guessing you, I'm it was saying, coworkers and stuff know? like that that said she that she turned them down multiple times. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All that's right. that's what I'm guessing. Okay. It was that because it right. was in the, you know that she turned them down multiple times or whatever. It's again. It's my point. My whole point about it is that we got to start. We got to realize that again. We can't apply every argument to every situation. Yeah. yeah. Um. There are there are places that you can make that argument a lot more. Um, I thought whoever put that in there, she might have been trolling, but I thought she mm-hmm. was just way, way off base with it. Mm-hmm. And then, and then my last point on that is just the fact that dudes, I mean, like, like yo, I get it. That man obviously has some type of mental issues because yeah, you obviously yeah. you can't you you just 
There's too it many people in this world to sit here and get down because one person turns. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I don't understand that at all. I mean, but but yeah, so yeah. I don't I don't get it. Like mm-hmm. I, I've never been that pressed. Mm-mm. I've never yeah. been that pressed as a person. I mean, it's people are gonna say no. What can yeah. you do? I, I don't I don't even understand the concept of. It's gonna sound crazy. Let me finish. I don't understand the concept of pursuit. Meaning, it has to be some sort of mutual interest in order for me to pursue in the first place. I'm not just going... I'm that way too. I'm not going to blindly just be like, hey, sweetheart, what's your name? That's weird, it's yo. Been re- what's, and, your and, love? And, what's your fuck with you? Yeah, and maybe, and maybe it's just me, and that's fine. I'm, I'm cool with me and, and, and the skin I'm in, but I've never really been that person, like you said, to just be like the random yeah. approaches. Like it had to be something mm-hmm. that made you be like, okay, there's something there because... Yeah. I don't like rejection. I, I don't want to go to you and have you tell yeah. me no. I would rather just be and like, it just, all right. It just also makes, because you hear people say that all the time, you might miss your, 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 your soulmate. Listen, in what other fucking world, what else on earth do we do with that level of recklessness? I'm supposed to approach it. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. every single thing else I do, I check the weather before I get dressed. Like, why the fuck would I just roll out of bed like, I'm wearing Tim's today. Nigga, it could be 90. <laughs> Check the temperature. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Yeah, why are you just randomly talking to humans? You're basically about to build the rest of your life with a human. Mm-hmm. I am going to do my due diligence mm-hmm. before I just be like, hey, approach. hey, Redbone, what's your name? The fuck? That makes sense. That makes she could have just got out of jail yesterday. You trying to get her number. The fuck is wrong with you? You try, uh, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. try to learn the people. It. I feel like there's a level of this probably. It's a level of thirstiness in random approaches because you have no idea what you're getting yourself into. It's all strictly a physical thing. Yeah, a man. random approach. It's just okay. I see this person over here. We had a restaurant. We had a bar. We had a club. We had a store. I just see this person over here. This person looks good. I'm going to shoot my shot. That's wild. It is wild, though, when you think about it. It is wild. You don't ever do nothing else like that, ever. You know, I never even thought about it like that. Like you said, said, we, nigga, we think about what we want for dinner. We don't just be in a- Go to the restaurant, ah, give me that. What? (laughs) The fuck is wrong with you? Try to figure out what you want first. Like, it just always made sense to me. Shout out to Dion. Dion said you saying stalker first. (laughs) Hey, at the very least, bro, stalker first. At the very least, nephew, you got to stalk her first. And for the people who don't know, those are, that is a joke, okay? That is a joke. No, stalker, a healthy stalk. You never wrong with a healthy stalk. What was the show on Netflix? What? Oh, you, 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 yeah. You got to go you her ass. (laughs) You got to go you her ass. Just a little bit of you. Go you you her ass. You know what I'm saying? Do a little bit of a healthy stalk. At least, at least Facebook, look, part one. But don't women do it? I mean, like, like, all right, let's do this. Okay, so, yes. what, so what's the healthy stalk? Okay, let's, let's, let's try to healthy dive into stalk. this. Because if a, if a man approaches you as a woman, mm-hmm. don't you kind of look into his history? Your women, girl send your girls on the scavenger the hunt? Feed, y'all can, y'all, throughout the week in the feed right now, mm-hmm. don't y'all do it. Don't y'all pull him up on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Don't y'all go through his IG and stuff like that. I mean, don't you don't you mm-hmm. do that very that very little bit of stuff now? Mm-hmm. So is, I mean, that, is that a healthy stalk or is that just homework? You got to do a healthy stalk. Fellas, rule one, look at her Facebook. If it's locked, try to find out why. <laughs> 
What the fuck is you locking your Facebook for? Okay. May, may, it might be a good thing. Could be a bad thing. Who knows? F- Facebook, I, I do. My personal Facebook is, I think both of them are locked. Because, you okay. know, it's, it's, it's work stuff. You just got to find out why. You just got to find out why. Okay. okay. You got to find out why. If it's work stuff, if you got a good job, then it makes sense. Then you mm. move on to the next thing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Try to find her. You got to go to her following on Instagram and Twitter. Following, not followers. If she following, you know, uh, I don't know these, but Dre, the massage toucher, and all these niggas, then you got a problem. You got a little freak on your ass. We're going to be out here trying to get Deshaun Watson. She out, she out here following third leg yeah. Greg. <laughs> third leg Greg, the masseuse guy. You said, no, fuck that. What you following all these weird oiled up niggas for? You got to do your research, man. You got to do your due diligence, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's it. Little, little light stalk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Little like this. You stalk like this. <laughs> <laughs> little sprinkling. <laughs> little sprinkling of salt. A stalk. Yeah. A little sprinkling of stalk. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess but so. Yeah, it's just, it, again, I never even thought about it like that. That is one of the craziest things we do mm-hmm. if we make the decision to say, hey, what's your name? That's the mm-hmm. craziest thing. <laughs> like, what? Murder. I just she killed her boyfriend. Like, what is wrong? I don't. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm it's like, it alone. have you seen the pictures of um, like the like they, this is a thing like the almost like the cute mud shot pictures or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Dude like, get dude get thirsty. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yo, again, if you saw them in the street, you would be like, damn, nice. She, yeah. she just she just robbed the store at gunpoint. Yeah. Shout, shout out shout out to my favorite <laughs> gun. Point Robert. <laughs> it should be a real Instagram name. Shout out to my favorite comedian, Bill Burr. Like he always say, I think fellas just in, in general, if y'all just rubbed one out like a gentleman, you know what I mean? And then mm. when you went out into the world, you would make more sound decisions. Mm. A lot of our bad decisions is wrapped up in being some horny ass little boys. And we out here and we driven by the desire to get some ass. Mm-hmm. And we start ended up trying to holler at, at Bank Rob Betty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're like, these bitches crazy. No, you're dumb for not doing your due diligence, bro. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? Women got us beat in that category where they very rarely pursue mm. because they like to do their due diligence on the men that they mm-hmm. spend their time with and, and devote themselves to. Mm-hmm. We need to have the same level of Pickiness when we're dealing with women, man. Don't just don't just succumb to the first, you know, pretty face with some lashes you see, fellas. Do your research, man. Yeah, yeah. Make sure she a mother to her kids. Make sure she ain't what kind of nigga to show up to work at eight oh four every day when she got to be there at eight o'clock. Is something wrong with her? Yeah, you know, it's just a part of that too is the not moving as fast. Mm-hmm. Even if you do start talking to somebody. Take baby steps sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It ain't nothing wrong with every so often taking some baby yeah. steps. Like you said, you making a decision on possibly who you're going to be with, yeah. you know, trying to be with for the rest of your life. Exactly. If Take she, baby steps sometimes because you know once you, like you said, horned up boys. Yeah. Trying to, sometimes you so quit trying to get to the ass that you just, you miss some steps along yep. the way or yep. you just... You just you just saying fuck yeah. them to them steps like them red. Remember that that post you put up on our IG? Here's the bots. Yeah, these are red flags. <laughs> these are red flags in the box. Yeah, you just choose to ignore them shits. Yep. So, you know what I mean? It, 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 when you're making these decisions, just be you know you, you got to use uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but I'm gonna just say common sense, fellas. What I mean? Let's say she don't cook. Okay, mm. cool. Well, she better have pretty feet. 
You know what I mean? Because that means she don't right. be on her feet all that's day. That's yours. You know what I'm saying? No, no. You, got, you can't have bad feet and don't cook. That's, well, what that's, the fuck? That's, that was yours. You ain't been on your feet all day. So why you got these offensive linemen toes? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit should be pristine. All right? Because all right, all right, you ain't been ain't touching no linoleum floors. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> you and this feet thing, though. All right. <laughs> got to have them. So, all right. Where we, we want to go to? You know what? Shoot, before we go to anything, let's shout out Nicori Apparel, man. We ain't even do that yet, man. Shout out to them. Shout out to Nicori Apparel. Shout out Apparel. to Nicori, man. You know what I mean? The, 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 the clothing brand, like we always say, it speaks truth in all its forms. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. if you get a chance, head over to NicoriApparel.com. NicoriApparel.com. Hey man, and y'all buy something from Nicori. Yeah. Okay? Buy some apparel. I mean, like, like literally, we, we spend money on so much stuff. Yep. I mean, like, we wasted on so many different things that yeah. it, it, go buy a shirt. Go yeah, go support. buy something from Nicorio Apparel. You can Some, use the you can use our our DMST mm-hmm. um, at checkout and get ten percent off. Yeah, um, man. You know, go go find you a shirt. Yeah, you know, get you some all kind of different products, man. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They got different shirts and hats and, and scarves and pants and all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff, man. You know, support black businesses, man. Yeah. You know, uh, Nicore's the African Adinkra symbol for truthfulness. You know what I mean? So and you know we don't do nothing but speak that truth on this. show. Speak that truth on the show, man. So if you get a chance, man, go and um and, and for real, check them out and uh tell them the DMST sent you by using that DMST uh code at checkout, man. All right, we'll be back in a minute. Nicore Apparel is a lifestyle brand inspired by and created for those who unabashedly seek, speak, and live in truth. Nicore is the African Adinkra symbol for truthfulness, and the clothes speak truth in all its forms with the ultimate aim of love and justice. If you're down to expand the culture, break barriers, and eradicate injustice wherever you find it, then Nicore Apparel is the brand for you. Go to NicoreApparel.com. That's N-O-K-O-R-E apparel.com. Nikore, apparel for truth tellers. All right. All right, so we are back with uh, episode 268. 269. 269. Oh, yeah, 269 of the the GMST podcast, man. Mm -hmm. Thank y'all for tuning in this week. Um, So I know, Dev, I saw you post something online this week. I know Mm -hmm. this this one's going to get a little... We'll get heavy for a touch real quick, yeah, for a quick second. I mean? But uh, I saw you put something up a line this week on on your um, on Facebook. Your Facebook. You want to dive into that? Yeah, I, I know I'm, we talked about talking about it last week, but oh, we, uh, cool, we yeah. never got it's to it. It's cool. We'll, we'll get into it a little bit this week, man. I'm going to pull it up here. Um, so uh, there's no way to like make this bigger. Let me, let me try to zoom in. All right, so let me just get into it. So um, I, was, uh, I took my mother to the... She goes to the eye doctor. Oh, I don't want to see these people. Um, I took my mother to the eye doctor. She she goes. She is having vision issues, so mm-hmm. she um, you know, she has to go to the to the eye doctor once a month. So anyway, um, I was coming back taking her to the eye doctor. Um, and she wanted me to stop and get her some uh some water. So I was in the car and I was like, all right, I'll stop and get some water. My mother lives in the Lee Harvard area in Cleveland. You know what I mean? People don't in Kinsman area, so. People don't know it's the it's the hood. It's the 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 main streets are the hood. Actually, in that area of the city, the side streets like where she lives is pretty quiet. Mm-hmm. But, but some but the main are, busy yeah, streets yeah. are mug. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Main busy streets. Uh, yeah. Somebody gets shot. Sometimes, yeah. A lot of times. <laughs> so so we in the hood and um I stop by the store and I go in to get her some some water or whatever. 
So she wanted a case of water. So I go in, and you know, I didn't want to. I don't. I, in the post, I didn't want to be disrespectful because I didn't know. I didn't want to. I didn't want to uh, disrespect the, the the nationality of the store owners. But well, I think we, know we who all know. We know who um, of Middle Eastern descent on the east side of Cleveland. If you go to a store, a local, most of us we know who in the hood. So going to the store first, I couldn't really find it. I'm like, hey, probably ain't got nothing in here. I get over to the drink section, and they got a bunch of two liters and and then of like fifteen or twenty packs of forty packs of Deer Park waters. And I'm like, all right, bet. So I go to the pick one up, go to the counter, I put it on the counter, and. Dude is like, um, hey man, we don't, we, don't, we don't sell those as a pack. I'm like, what? Like it threw me off because you know what I'm saying. Like I'm getting ready to get my card out, and I'm like, what? First time I've. What is the last? Like, could you imagine going to Giant Eagle and putting the water on the counter? And mm. <laughs> the response from the cashier is, "We don't sell them as a pack." Yeah, I didn't, it didn't register at first, and I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, we, we sell them uh, individual for a dollar a piece. Did you have to do the voice? It's stuff? forty. Oh my bad, because <laughs> it was the way he said it. I'll never forget the way he said it, and I'm like, because in my brain, I'm like, it's forty waters in here. Mm-hmm. Like this case should be four ninety nine, five ninety nine tops. Mm-hmm. So you're making forty dollars off a five five dollar pack of water. Mm-hmm. It's basically what you're telling me. Mm-hmm. When you're amongst your nickel and dime in the people who only got nickels and dimes. That's fucking crazy to me. Like people will, will they'll say, you know, we got to eat better, we got to do better. You know, the high, the high, you know, um, numbers of diabetes and and high blood pressure and you know all that kind of stuff and heart disease. But if I'm a family and I got three, four kids at the crib, I got me, maybe a sibling, or maybe my mate, maybe my, my you know, I'm a mother, I got my my man, or I'm a man, I got my woman at the crib, and I go to the store. And let's say I got nickels and dimes. I got $2. I got $3. Am I going to buy two 20-ounce waters or three two-liters at a 79 cents a piece of pure bullshit to, to feed my family that night? But we wonder why shit is the way it is. Like, we can't even buy packs of water. And people be like, well, you know, maybe they can go to another store. There's not a whole bunch. There's not. I don't know if people, like these people, kind of never been to the hood or something or they ain't been there in a long time. It's not a whole lot of grocery stores, for one. Mm-hmm. Two, there's, you'll have people who don't have access, like my mom, to a lot of transportation. So they can't get around mm-hmm. easily. So they got to get what's around them, man. They don't have no choice. Even in that situation, I felt the time crunch because I had to leave work to go pick her up from the eye doctor. I only had enough time to pick her up from. The, I didn't even get to eat lunch that day. I had to order whatever DoorDash, whatever. But I had to I had enough time to leave work, pick her up from the eye doctor, and take her home. You understand what I'm saying? So even me stopping at that point to get her water, now I'm in my brain like, "Fuck, where can I go to get her some water?" Because the options is sparse, and I just said fuck it and kept going down Kinsman and went to Walgreens, mm-hmm. which was past her street to go get her some water. This is like I'm not gonna send her to the crib with no water, but that's the decisions people got to make. Even in that moment, I felt it because I'm like, I'm under the gun. I ain't really got time to be driving ten more minutes to to Heinen's or to Dave's. I got to try to get something around me and what shit around me that I can get. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's like. 
the part that really fucked with me, man, is obviously, like I said, my mom's just lost her car a couple months ago. Well, it'll be almost a year ago. I, it's crazy to think about. I felt like a couple months ago. But so she they always, her and my father was, you know, alive. They was always active and, and driving around. So this only became a thing recently. But, like, currently I live in the, sub, the suburbs of Cleveland, not too far in the suburbs, but the suburbs of Cleveland. That's not an issue for me. You know what I'm saying? But you get away from the hood and you start forgetting, like, damn, this still happens in the hood, man? Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Like, I remember growing up and I would get the bullshit because the bullshit was cheap. Yeah. The quarter waters was a quarter. <laughs> and all it was was food coloring fucking sugar. <laughs> and, like, concentrate. I don't even know if that was water, nigga. That was, like, squeezed out fucking Who knows? Jail. Who the fuck knows? But they were literally a quarter. So we called them quarter waters, but... You would get two or three of them shits and be good for the day, but get two or three because you stayed thirsty because they just made you more thirsty because it was full of, you know what I'm saying? But like, it's just, it's disheartening, man, that they, that you would do that shit with a 40 pack of water, man. Yeah, that's the problem. Um, I mean, I just let you go because everything you're saying is the problem. That's, 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 it's what I'm like for my internship, for mm -hmm. my, uh, for my master's right now. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. I'm working with a program. Uh -huh. They did this food nest project. That's what it was called, food nest. Uh, and they did this study in Columbus and in Cleveland, mm -hmm. um, in the inner city. And and I know we were talking about it last week. One thing too, like when I was saying we don't call it food deserts uh -huh. anymore. Well, they don't call it food. They don't really use that term anymore, or they're trying to get out of it because exactly what you said. When you think about a desert, it's like nothing's there. Yeah, it's nothing there. Now in the hood, we don't have the stores like in most places. That's why we used to call it the food desert because you mm -hmm. had to go from this. From, from here to how long it had to be yeah. before you got to a, a Dave's, a Giant Eagle, mm -hmm. or something like that. But there are stores there. You can go to the, we can go to 55th to the gas station to get food. Yeah. We can go to the corner store and get food. You just can't get a pack the of water out of that is, bitch. <laughs> what kind of food are you getting there? And what you had said on your po post and last week, I think, was, was the key part. Because it's mm -hmm. like, if I got $2 and I can't get some water, mm -hmm. but I can get two liters for $2, yeah. that's the fucking problem in, in, in our area. And that's what kind of what the Food Nest Project is studied it, mm -hmm. and that's what what I'm working on with them as we're trying to see that's what's what's going to happen going forward. How we're how we're going to use what they learned from the first part of it, hmm. but uh, but yeah, that's the problem. It's just there are no places near us. There are, I mean, it's and then when they are, I I, use, I always use East, East Cleveland as an example, even with the work I'm doing now. Whenever we're talking about stuff and, and things like that, there's one store in East Cleveland right now. Coney's. Mm -hmm. And in the Coney's. That's, that's it. In the, in the Superior Plaza. That's I have it. been in that store I've, a very few times in my life. Every time I've gone in there, I've been disgusted. Even as a kid, it stinks. It's, it's man, dirty. It smells horrible, it man. It stinks and it's dirty. Niggas, and it's cashing checks in there. It's not the what you. Yeah. And the food in there, it's, it, it, find some vegetables in there. Mm -hmm. Find something that you want to eat. Shit, find some food you want to eat man, out of there. Listen. But if that's your only option, what are you going to do? And that's the problem that we see. Yeah. And again, and that's that's the big issue. And it's how do we change these things? Again, that's the project I'm working on with this with this organization now. How do you change this? Because you're right. If I only got this limited amount of money and I go to the store, I'm going to get the stuff that makes more sense. It's why people don't eat healthy as a whole. And because it's easier for me to go in there and get some processed food mm -hmm. because that's probably cheaper and it's going to last longer than if I go get some fresh vegetables and stuff like that. Plus, we aren't taught to eat that way either. Yeah. But my question is this though. This is my only you you hundred you a million percent right. You and I like. I wish I was getting my master's <laughs> so I could it's like so, or I want to volunteer with the program. It's so interesting because it's just like 
we grew up in it. You know, and like I said, mm-hmm. with, with, I guess I'm, I'm reviewing like a lot of the art articles that was published and stuff like that because we got this this program they're doing, they're putting on in December, mm-hmm. and it's just like, and I keep approaching stuff from my point of view, the way I look at, and it's so interesting when I say stuff, and mm-hmm. I find myself feeling so weird sometimes because, I'm, I'm like, am I saying too much as a black person, or mm-hmm. am I just telling you how my life was growing mm-hmm. up, like like dead ass, you know? It's it's. Bro, if you hungry again, uh, uh, you gonna do? I've, how many ramen noodles? I mean, like all yeah. these, all these hamburger. Bro, I never had hamburger helper until I was grown, and I only had it when I was grown because I just wanted to know what yeah. it, what it tastes like. Cause everybody ate it, and when you and I ate it, the amount of salt in that uh, people grew up on shit like that. People grew up on, on ramen. Why? Cause it's cheap, yep. and you can buy it. And if you got a big ass family and not and not a, and not a lot of money, but that, that's what you're going. That's to do. my issue. That's why we gotta one put the pressure on like getting this stuff into the you know like the, the food nest project, right? We also gotta put the pressure on these fucking store owners because I think that's a real big key. But it's how do you do it? I don't know. That, that's the, I think because the packs of water is sitting there. It's a real. But big we key. just allow their ass to break the waters down into one by one. Mm-hmm. What would a family they, do if that pack of water was two ninety nine? They would buy that fucking pack of water, man. Mm-hmm. Because this is this this is what people don't like. The people who don't know our surroundings and growing up don't get a mama gonna tell her kids you go, wish that shit was some Kool Aid. That water was two ninety nine for forty bottles. They gonna buy the fuck out that water. You know what I'm saying? Like, may, if the water was available the same way the ramen noodles was available, they would buy the fucking water. Mm-hmm. Make the shit available. But that's the hard again, that's the hard Damn. part. I mean, like, but water, making all, water the, making water available is not, not that no, difficult. But, but the hard part is making them sell it though. Like you almost have to put there have been yeah. stuff studies and projects yeah. that's going on where it's like when well, you take these stores because like even before I started with this, they read a they read a paper I did. I had to come up with this fictional thing about uh-huh. ad- addressing um stuff around food deserts and stuff like that. Okay. that I, I did a paper and they read it and stuff like that before I got on with them. But mm-hmm. it's just do you I mean there's projects that's been done that that I think is kind of cool to do in a sense but I mean do you give them some type of money that that has them set up fruits and and stuff like that in their stores sell instead of selling the water by that do you make them I mean like do you but do you have to you have to compensate them in some way because you can't go in there and just tell them hey you can't do this because you can't tell yeah. them how to make their money yeah. so you have to kind of offset it in a sense that again that's the that's the tricky part. So How do, do we do it? So do we start with the packaging companies? Because if Fago pops tomorrow, if the little 22 ounces, however much they are, how 24 ounces, you know what I'm talking about, a Fago mm-hmm. pop, if they became 299 for the 20 ounce or 209 like the Sprites, and the packs of water became 299, I'm telling you families who buy them packs of water over that one Fago. One of the reasons why they buy Fago is because the shit's only a dollar. Not as much as you think, though. I'm telling you this. I mean, like, there are people who are conscious of it, mm-hmm. Will. Not as much as you think, though. It's a lot of people who are stuck on the sugar and I'm, all those no, other I'm, things. No, you're right, but I don't want to put them I've been there. People in the feed, I ain't going to. People in the feed, me, we've all been there where we literally, I'm joking, but we literally only got nickels and dimes in our pocket. Mm. We mm-hmm. literally only got $2. You know what I'm saying? We literally only got two fifty. All I'm saying is, if I could purchase... 12 waters for a dollar for a dollar 50 or this one pop i'm telling you there are times in my life i've been down and out enough i would have bought that fucking 12 waters i would have wanted to drink for three days as opposed to for the next four hours i get it it. you know what i'm saying like i I just 
all, you're right. You, you, you. Uh, I know you are. I just want there to be more options, man. That's it. No, it you know it what I'm saying? Be, it needs to be. Um, uh, That's one, it. one solution. I mean, Jerry said in the feed that water bottles should be marked not for individual resale. Yeah, man. I mean, that, yeah, you can't put that pressure on the company to, to say that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just there has to be the options there. Like one thing I've learned in doing a lot of this is that. You know, even from that first part of that project, even when you give people the options, sometimes yeah, they won't. It don't. It don't matter. It might take a generation. You, you got to change mentality. Yeah. You know, I, I'm big on education. Yeah, along the different. Like, my personal thing. I'm big on education. I'm big on starting young. I'm I'm big on going into the schools and teaching these elementary people, like kids, school mm-hmm. age, that mm-hmm. about eating healthy. I love when Barack was in office. I love the, the initiative that Michelle had about the healthy foods and getting into the schools. <laughs> Real quick, working in the schools, I'm being honest with you, they didn't follow through because some of the options are bull oh. shite. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now it's healthy, mm-hmm. but ain't no six-year-old about to eat that, that's the bro. hard part, though. That's the hard <laughs> part. So it's just, not, but I'm just saying, it's, I, 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 Kabanza I, beans, ain't no six-year-old. I enjoy the, con- I enjoy, I, I enjoy the concept. Yeah, the concept is good. But you're right. It's hard. It's pizza or chicken nuggets or, or taco. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, like, come on now. Yes. And you got to make the broccoli anybody, look appealing. Anybody with kids going to have that, that yeah. tough decision to make at home yeah. or whatever. I'm trying to get them to eat it. So I, I get it. But I, I mean, I'm a big proponent of that. Uh, I mean, it's just we got to We got to change mentality. We got to change our mindset. We got to get to the point that we got to understand that a lot of this shit that we eat, yeah. it ain't healthy. We got to understand that it's. It's it's tough to eat healthy too. Like it is more expensive at times, but mm-hmm. I think you could do it in a smart way yeah. at times. And, but you got to change the mindset. You got to you got to start showing people how to cook with healthier foods. Yeah. People don't even know how to cook with vegetables and stuff like that. I, bro, yeah. I didn't I didn't make fresh spinach yeah. until probably four years ago. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. It was always just hey, get it out the can or what mm-hmm. any vegetable. I mean, I had vegetables if I could, but get it out mm-hmm. the can. I mean, but the fresh. Actually getting in and just, oh, let me just cut this up and throw it in here and stuff like that. I didn't do that two years ago. Jerry Santa Fe, she didn't have a healthy salad until she was an adult. Yeah. So, like, real quick, we don't do this enough. If you just tuned in, man, hit the heart, show us some love. You know what I mean? If you just tuned in, make sure you go back and, and catch the pot from the beginning um, if, if you're watching it. And what I'm saying, what I was about to say was, you know, like we talked about earlier in the pod with the R. Kelly stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people our age and a little older and, you know, minus five years to plus 10 years, the way they look at the R. Kelly situation in general is a little different than the younger people look at it because they grew up with them or their friends being picked up from school from dudes who was older than them. Mm -hmm. And I think we're going to have to change the way we look at what we put in our body and it's going to, it might take a generation the same way the generation. younger generation looks at this R. Kelly thing completely different than we did. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a generation of kids or people who grew up in those areas who come in, who, who didn't, who are not used to coming into the store with only $2 and being able to get two, two liters of Fago. They used to coming into the store with $2 and getting 12 waters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause we're not going to be able to, change quote-unquote poverty or you know downtrodden communities or people you're not gonna force people to make more money or let with all that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. what we can do is expand their options and just try to man can we just try to change it up a little bit man change up the menu man it'll be okay man yeah. just make baked wings as opposed to fried wings man just try it 
Just try it, man. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. We got to try. And I, look, and I know I'm terrible at, at trying different things. I mean, one of the best things I ever did was bought an air fryer because, you know, mm -hmm. I do like to eat wings and stuff like that. And it's cool to be able to take it and yep. throw it in there. And it's just and it's actually good mm -hmm. coming out of there. Like mm -hmm. we, we do got it. We just got to change our mindsets for stuff. We got us. We got to eliminate some of the grease. We got to eliminate some of the butter. Yeah, man. And, I mean, mm -hmm. it's just I know it tastes better, you know, and, no and, and, you know, it's. But we got we got it we got to get away from it, man. Mm -hmm. that, that's that's still the bottom line. But I, I agree with you when I when you had that when you talked about it last week and then you posted it yeah. just the the whole thing. It's just they do it to us because I guarantee you one thing though with the whole water thing though just circling back we about to probably come mm -hmm. off of it. But you wouldn't go into any store in the white neighborhood and they were selling them for a dollar. They, they would they, they wouldn't have broke a pack and sold it for. First $1. of all, the homeowners owners association they, somebody would have went in there and raised living. Hell, I mean, if they went to a store, they can get away yep. with it, and they're doing it because also they know that people are coming in there with, with a dollar or two or something like that. Sometimes, up, man. because a lot of times white people ain't going in their store just to, I mean, they'll go to the gas station to get one bottle of water, but you, you know, up, but they would that would they wouldn't have had 40 packs of water. Some white woman would have, some Karen would have raised hell man. about the fact that she couldn't get a pack of water and it was sitting there. Bro, I couldn't. I couldn't believe it. It's almost like, bro, just, just, just sell it. I'll, to pay, me, bro. I'll buy it for ten dollars, bro. What the fuck is you talking about? It didn't register. I swear to God, for a split second, I, I wish I could go back to that moment, man. I always, you know, again back to Bill Burr. He always talk about these moments where somebody says something out of pocket to him, and he wish he would have like drove him off the road, like he replay him over and over in his head. I keep replaying the moment he said we don't sell it as a pack. It just didn't register. Cause I was still reaching for my wallet. I was like, did he just say he ain't? Mm -hmm. He not gonna sell me this thing? It didn't fucking register. Like I paid ten dollars. I don't understand. I don't understand, man. I really don't get it, man. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's gonna take it's gonna take a commitment to to, to change it, man. Like you know, I always joke. The, the the gut part of me is uh still there. I still got some width I got to get rid of. I'm still obviously I'm still working, but I'm about a week and some change into no fried foods. Now I did make some um. Some eggs the other day, I used some butter. You know what I mean? I probably should have used, I can't believe it's not butter or maybe pan, something different. But that's the, but I'm, I'm talking about like deep fried, French fries, fried chicken, you know, yeah, I've, chicken. I've, I, I, I stopped doing I've it, man. I've done a better job of, like I said, using my air fryer. It's times I was yeah, I've, I'm, I'm done. Time, I stopped. I'm done. No more fried foods, man. times I still pull them. I mean, look, I, I, I'm not, I, I, can't, I can't say I'm cutting mine completely yeah. out. But, I mean, I've done better. I've taking a week and be like, you know what? Mm -hmm. I'm not frying nothing all week, mm -hmm. you know, and I've done that. And, you know, but I, I, that air fryer has been, a, been a good friend. Yeah. Uh, I throw them fries in there all the time. In fact, yep. I, in fact, I want to invest in a larger air fryer. Yeah. I was about to get one, you this know, week. just so I can cook more stuff. in. they it. got a dual side of one, which is That's perfect. Like you can do I, wings and fries at the same time. Oh, yeah. But it, it's, I, once I get something like that, it's, it's over. It's <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just all types of stuff we can do. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I don't bake stuff as much, you know, mm -hmm. like in the oven, mm -hmm. but the, the air fryer and the foreman grill was always like one of my yeah. good friends, you know. So but, it's, 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 it was just disheartening, man. I'm, I'm glad that's the work you're doing for real, man, because we need people that's so committed to that kind of man. work, man, because it's, 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 <clears throat> it's heartbreaking. And it really is. Like you walk out the store and you, I, I'm frustrated, but I'm driving down the street like, God damn, I can't believe. And you just, know what I mean? That that's the reality of it. That, like you said, or just imagine now you had a car. Imagine if you had a you car. You got no car. You're you like, fuck car. it. I can't, nothing I can do about it's it. It's only the place you can walk to. Fuck. Or you got to wait for a ride. Or you got a ride share. Or you got to catch the bus. Damn, I mean, it's just, it's just that, that's the cycle. That's literally it's the cycle. wild. It's just wild to think and about, it's man. It's depressing, too. It's, I mean, it's depressing, too. 
This depressing. Hopefully, we can do something about it, man. Shout out to people. Shout out to Coach Hines, man. I guess they are part of a um, community organization over there in that, you mm -hmm. know, neighborhood. He asked me to give him the store and where it was. I gave him the address. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so they're going to look into it or whatever, man. But it's just – I think it's a bigger problem, obviously, than just that store. It's just it's just a heartbreaking thing, man, especially when you're from there and you – it's almost – I mean, we, and we ain't doing nothing crazy, but you know that quote-unquote survivors with more shit where you like, damn, this really still happening in the hood that I'm from. Well, I ain't from there, but, you know, we from a yeah. hood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Man, I almost want to talk about the one topic we talked about the one day. What's that? It's still deep, too. What's that? We was up here uh, when, your, when your brother was here, mm -hmm. and we was talking about – being successful mm -hmm. and and because because we we was having a good conversation you want to want to do that one okay yeah go ahead i can't remember all the way it was on that wednesday we came up here because um he was coming up here to, to check in on his mom oh and we were talking about how him being successful yeah man it, and it, when you said man so i'm sorry it's, it's a weird transition no it's cool it's cool i don't get into the specifics of it no you don't have to but, yeah, just, yeah, we yeah. About, but just the part yeah. of uh, yeah, I, I got you. Something happening, but like, like so what does it take, or what are you going to give up to be successful? Yeah, because because it on a very small level, I felt the same way the other day. Mm. You know, you could go and you move away. You you, you decide I want to be, you know, in our in our situation, I want to be Doctor Reed. You know what I mean? I want to be a doctor, but you got to abandon everything you knew. You cannot care. You can only carry on the good things, and the only good things that come from growing up in our circumstances is like perseverance. You build up mm -hmm. a laser focus because you mm -hmm. surrounded by so much bullshit that, that you have ability to, to focus. You can only take on the good things, and you can't take on any of the bad habits because that's the shit that'll keep you there. So when you abandon those bad habits, right, and you only build up the good shit and take the good shit with you, you end up becoming Dr. Reed. You end up on some dope shit. But then life happens, and you end up right where the fuck you tried to get away from. And you end up like, fuck, man. It's a weird dynamic, man. Mm -hmm. And, like, uh, you're right. The juxtaposition, it's almost the same feeling where, like, I'm getting ready to drop my mother off in this neighborhood and drive back to work, then drive to the burbs when I get off. Mm -hmm. And I ain't got to deal with this. But like you just said, it's somebody down the street from my mother home got no car who about to try to go to that same store mm -hmm. and the same, they not even, the same thing not even going to happen to them because they so conditioned, they not even going to go in there and try to buy the pack of water. They just know to go in there and get a couple bottles and be done with it. But it, if, if people only... It's the number one conversation that, that um, I have with people of different skin tone than myself when it comes to, I mean, you know what is the, oh, because all this is part of the same thing. I had a situation at work. I, can't, I won't say if it was recently a long time ago. Just one time I had a situation at work where we had a. a, a, a Jesus. I, no, I, 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 go ahead because I don't want to cut you off. You? Jerry just made a good point of, of just. How we got, we all have a family member mm -hmm. that's one occurrence from being in poverty. Yep. And that's literally, as I was doing the article reviews mm -hmm. for the internship, that's what I put in one of my things. And when I was reviewing, I'm like, they will call it a life event. And mm -hmm. I'm like, it's amazing how one, yep. one life event, if you're, that's how close you are living to it. That one thing can happen and you just, you're right off back. the cliff. Right but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, you good. But, um, no, just, just putting different stuff into it. Um, had this kid who around some other kids said like uh nigga I'll whoop your ass something like that mm. and 
teachers or whoever, people, teachers maybe, maybe staff members, who knows, who aren't of that, you know, race, write up, write the kid up for just the use of that word. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I have a conversation with the, with the kid and I'm like, listen, there's a way you talk at home playing at home and there's a way you talk at school and you can't talk that way in school because it's going to get you in trouble. To me, that's a conversation. That's a situation that deserves a conversation mm-hmm. because, it, and, and they couldn't quite understand that. But like I always say with them, there are different conversations you have at the dinner table when you look like me Right. And there's different conversations you have when you look like you. And I don't fault you for that, but you have to understand my reality. And in that reality, we have those conversations. In that reality, in order for you to become what you want to become, you have – this. shout out to – I think I talked about it a little bit. Shout out – I can't remember what the fuck the name of it. We had all the artists – come from all over the country and they're tagging in different cities and they did Cleveland a couple weeks ago. Hmm. And we went to the different murals around the city. But it's one on 71st in Euclid. And it's like the lady got a mask on and it, it represents like t- two faces. You have, mm-hmm. you know, we have the face at home and the face at work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I don't think the average person who doesn't look like us understands the 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 seriousness of that. And like the what that can do to you, it can chip away with you over time. It chip away at you over time. Like when you put on that face so often in order to advance in your in your It's tiring. It's tiring. And, and then it, when it, you get snapped back into the reality, you dealing with like, man, I feel shameful for even putting this fucking mask on. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put this shit on no more. I gotta get my hands and feet dirty again, smack that. If it but they don't un- they don't understand because they're they're not living they have, it. They don't have to go through it, man. And, and I know when we were having that conversation that night. It was just mm-hmm. it, another part of it is the shame you kind of feel sometimes. Yeah. Because like we were talking about it that yeah. that we was like, all right, we we got a moderate level of success from us. Like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. Like we're not in the business world or nothing like that, but moderate success, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. Like you said, the level to which your your brother <sighs> has reached. How much did you, because you know we go away to school or something mm-hmm. like that. How many times do you go away to school and your ass just don't come back? Yeah. You just, you just gone. You just stay gone. I, bro, I remember, I remember my first time playing. Even me being on the path I'm on yeah. right now only started because I moved away. I never would even be in healthcare and, and all this, these realizations I have in life Man, and stuff now. It's, never. It's real. Nigga, I was working at Target in the bank. <laughs> Yeah. Before I moved away. Yeah. And I'm saying, and to be honest, I wasn't trying to come back. Mm-hmm. When my when that job closed on her, I was looking everywhere. Except for here. Other than Cleveland. Nothing against Cleveland. I love Cleveland. Mm-hmm. You just but, didn't want to. It was the remorse. You didn't want to. He was fighting like hell against the concept. You know what it feels like to make more money than people? Your family. Yeah. Bruh. I mean, and that's I'm, I'm not and I'm not retiring, nothing like mm-hmm. that. But I'm saying, but you know. When you got a job that you can really look at, like we know when you got a decent pay and stuff like that. You know what that feel like? And then it's like you got you look at fam and friends and not throwing nobody under the bus. It's yeah. not what I'm doing. But you look at people sometimes, it's like, God, I know that feeling. Mm-hmm. And you be like, yo, I'm not going back there. Mm-mm. But what do you have to do to keep yourself there? And what did you have to do to get yourself there? And then how bad do you feel sometimes, like you said, when you get snapped back into that shit unexpectedly, 
and you'd be like, fuck. It's, 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 it's. I remember I remember playing AAU, bro, for the first time. I, I went, was 14, 13, or 13, about to be 14 or 14. I can't remember which one it was. But I went to go play at a tournament in Woodland Hills, Pennsylvania. I just played for the Solon AAU team. And my coach, <laughs> I was, I mean, I'm not going to toot my own horn, but I was, I was, you know, I, hooping I was good. You know what I mean? And at that point, I was like one of the best players on my Solon AAU team. And they had got them a dude mm-hmm. from East Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the coach was like driving to EC to come pick me up for practice and stuff like that. So me, the coach, his wife and his, his one of his sons played, and I think younger kids. I got in the van with them. We went to the tournament in Pennsylvania, and I it was my first time ever. Now this was thirteen. This was thirteen, because after this I went to Virginia and California to go visit, and it like reinforced this trip. But I went, and I remember driving through Pennsylvania to the tournament, and the streets being so fucking clean. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It was. Where are we? I had only seen that shit on TV. You know, what I mean? at that point, I only lived on St. Clair and Euclid, and 146 and Harvard. Those were my only places I had lived in my entire life. So I get, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck is? And the only other time I had been out of the hood was like out of the out of the hood. I would go visit my brother in college, mm-hmm. but it was college. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, college campuses are clean. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, cool. like, yeah, you prepare yeah. yourself. But you don't prepare yourself to be in front of a CVS and the streets is clean. you like, whoa. And he went to Hiram. So, when I went to Hiram, it was like nothing but, but Hiram College. It wasn't mm-hmm. like we was in the city. Yeah, anyway, in the middle of nowhere. I remember driving through. And from that point on, everything changed. I'm like, I love East Cleveland. I love all my friends, man. No way in hell I'm going to be here longer than I I need to. The rest of the world don't look like this. Then I went, at that point, I think I went to go visit him in VA, and then I went to California. When I got to California, I'm like, oh, nigga, no. It's it's no way. Oh, no. The weird part, though, is that, well, one, first and foremost, I remember back in the day when I used to still be um, working with Shaw Bands, like early 2000s after I graduated, Mm-hmm. And they would go out of town. One, it's amazing how many times we went out of town, and it was people's first time, basically out the city. Mm-hmm. They were in high school, basically out the city. Damn near, I mean, and basically out their first time out the state too. Mm-hmm. That was one thing that shook me. But two, as an adult, I've had one of those moments as an adult when mm-hmm. I was working over in Westlake trying to go to a, I think not even a post office. I had to go to a package like a UPS store or whatever, and I'm just mm-hmm. riding through the city, and I'm just like, it was just one of those moments. One day I was just sitting there like. It's just fucking amazing. Like like that. It doesn't even bother people that I, I get we only see our own surroundings, but your city is fucking pristine. Mm-hmm. All these Westlake. I used to ride through Avon and mm-hmm. Avon Lake. Your cities are fucking pristine. Every lawn is manicured. Ain't no sight of no litter nowhere. Everything. The shopping centers look nice and clean mm-hmm. and all this other stuff or whatever. And nigga, I grew up in the city going to Coney's. Like it's it's save night and more, day. and I'm sitting here like you know save saying? more, and I'm sitting here like it's so night and day, mm-hmm. even as an adult, and it's just like this don't bother nobody mm-hmm. in the world that, and, and I and I get it, you you don't care about the mm-hmm. shit that you, that it don't affect you, but this don't bother nobody in the world that you can even if you see it on TV, that is people that live like this mm-hmm. that basically are barely fucking making it. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's one of the reasons I even started with public health. Mm-hmm. They are barely fucking making it. And you go home to this place that's just 
clean mm. and pristine and every store is great and all these other and it's just like this motherfuckers out here with a dollar in their pocket and can't or two dollars in their pocket and can't get whatever mm. and that like that it don't bother you in nowhere in your consciousness. Yeah, it's all man, I'm saying. I, I, I've, I've done it as an adult. Yeah. Rode to some of these cities and just been like, yo, that's crazy. And I know you did it as a kid, yeah, but it's man. just. No, it's real talk, man. It's, it's, it's weird to me. But again, it's back to the original point of, of do you do you feel you always have to turn your back? Because yeah. do you feel I think like. You got, I think you have to, man. going to a certain level. Yeah, you got to, man. Because it's parts of it. You just expressed it. It's a neglect factor that exists in those neighborhoods that can't exist in your life. You can't neglect meaningful shit. Mm. You got to make sure the T's is crossed and the I's is dotted. You got to. You can't just say fuck it. You can't uh, um, metaphorically toss the rapper out the window while you're driving. Mm. If you want to be a doctor, if you want to like do something real in public health, you got to be you got to cover your tracks as you move forward professionally. It's not you is you can't afford it, man. And it's a it's just a there's just what the world needs to really understand truthfully, man, is there's no way to outgrow, outlive. It's one of the reasons why I get frustrated when I see white people, and I'm just going to say this shit on different shows and different comments around the world talking about the LeBrons, the different athletes. I mean, they got money. They, they, they're they richer than me. They don't have any issues. What, what are they complaining about? You can't fucking out money your real life existence. Because yeah. LeBron still got family and friends. That's, yeah, that's, I don't that's think they the get that, man. That's Them the same motherfuckers still come to LeBron's mansion in Bath, Ohio for a cookout. You can't outlive them niggas, man. And, and when them niggas come to LeBron house, they be like, oh, this nigga, bro, who the fuck you think you is? They probably got a nickname. Oh, Lil Nook Nook think he the shit. And you I, can't outlet you can't outdo that, bro. I guarantee you, everybody that's made it to that point, any athlete that's made it and got those contracts or anything like that, mm-hmm. they've all wrestled with the idea of who to help and how much to help. <sighs> People have gone broke trying to help everybody. And at some point, yeah. you've had to make the decision to say, fuck them. Can't do it. Because you can't help everybody. I'm either gonna be broke trying yep. to help everybody, or I'm gonna take care of myself. And again, so it, I guess that is your point. At some mm-hmm. point, it's just like you gotta you gotta pick one like, or the other. Hey, it's, it's gotta be me. I choose me. In, in order in order to get to that level, but you never ever 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 live down that feeling. Mm-mm. And if it always frustrates me, frustrates me when I hear white people on TV try to demean the athletes because they still got some. I don't think they get it, man. But like I always say, they don't have the same dinner dinner table conversations as we have, man. They don't. Like, like, I, like I, I didn't say this, but like I would say or often think about, I, my mother and father, my mother and father, not my great-grandmother, not my great-great-great-grandma, not somebody from a fucking book. My mother and father told me stories of drinking at colored water fountains, bro. My mother and father, I'm talking about one generation removed. You know what I'm saying? Like the the conversations I have at dinner with my father when he was alive is way different than any white person's conversations they having with their family dinner with all due motherfucking respect. Mm-hmm. And like dealing with that level of under having an understanding of your past, 
being like, all right, I understand that my past has affected my present, but I got a future that I want to get to in order to do that. I got to like take the lessons from my past. I got to ignore the majority of shit in my present. I got to I gotta turn a blind eye. I got to put blinders on. I got to push forward and never come back in order to get to where I want to be. Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a, man, come on, man. Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a feat. Mm-hmm. And it's mentally draining, uh-huh. man. Uh-huh. But anyway, man, yeah. anyway. Yeah, we didn't yeah, got I, to preaching at the end of this shit. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know we was gonna preach. Um, it's about time for us to be wrapping up. I, I, I guess I asked you a couple simple stuff or whatever. Did you? It? I know you watched the end of um race. Yes, I did. Stuff. Yes, I did. You watched the end of it and the beginning of BMF. I, I haven't got to BMF yet. Um, how'd you like the end of Raising Canaan? I think Raising Canaan. Man, I'm I'm putting. Somebody said it on Twitter. I love how Twitter be three months late to the shit we already said on this podcast. But anyway, so like somebody said, this is the Marvel. It's the Marvel universe of hood. It's the hood Marvel, yeah, uh-huh. and the way they ended raising Canaan is brilliant. Why the fuck is he going to Baltimore? I think he gonna end up. I think he end up killing Rock. I feel like Rock tried to set him up for the woo. She knew that nigga couldn't handle. She put some hellified shit on his shoulders, man. Hey, we, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll give him a second before oh, we, we, give before him we get into too much. Okay. But yeah, All but right. hey, but hey, her brother, you know, they, like, yeah. like and stuff like that. It's just yeah, yeah. It's just, I think it's a very good. I just think it's a they, very they well a crafted job. show. They did a good job. Well crafted. Show. I uh, I was surprised to see that it looks like the the ghost, not the ghost, the um, Tommy one, the Tommy story that's coming out. It's going to be like afterwards. Yeah. Not so not even a prequel. It's going to be like yeah, something it's, that's going on afterward. I guess after everything got done or whatever. So I think that's going to be interesting. So he's basically yeah. So basically it's I was told it was. In between, oh, you, you talked to the showrunner. Yes, you yeah. and Fifty talked. Went, went to dinner. Went to no. I went to dinner with Courtney Kemp. Yeah, no, okay, yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. But no, I was. I, I watch a lot of. Shout out to Mark Dark and Movie Buy. I be watching these shits like crazy on YouTube, bro. Mm-hmm. I probably watch three or four Power Book three, and then like a handful of Power Book two and all the different kind of stuff videos every week. They put out like recaps from the week, different yeah, 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 different yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But I was watching something, and I guess. Tommy's is supposed to be in between when Ghost got killed. It's supposed to run concurrent with um, Power Book Two, but it's from Tommy's perspective in Chicago. Okay, that's okay. what I was. That's what I, I'm okay. under the impression of. So even when he came back in Power Book Two, when he popped up on uh, that's supposed to be yeah, a yeah. part of the story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's all like okay. interwoven. That's why it's so fucking genius, man. Yeah, they're they're doing they're doing an excellent doing a, job with so it. So they slow walked it. When we, I mean, whatever, y'all, whatever. If y'all ain't watched it now, whatever. But they, I told you, I, if you if Dev seen it, if Dev has seen the show, <laughs> Dev is gonna say fuck y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all anyway. But if I'd have been here like, yo, man, have you seen this yet? No, but man, this first episode, you're like, no, 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 I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. I told Dev, don't give a shit if he seen the hey, show. Hey, Squeaky Wheels, to get the oil, man. You know what I'm saying? But no, I'm not. I ain't gonna give a shit. But all I'm saying is they're slow walking the story. They they still got people to introduce. Uh-huh. They yeah, still got yeah. characters from Power that haven't. You know what I mean? Like so, you know. Just how much is left. Mm-hmm. If you know the power story, you like, damn, they got years left to do a power they got book some three. Seasons. They can do it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I, I really, I really enjoy Power Book Three, man. I think what you call it starts up um, at the end of BMF. Um, power Book Two come back, and then twenty twenty two be, the, the be uh, Tommy, yeah, be yeah. about Tommy. Then they got um, uh, um, influence coming after that with uh, Lorenz Tate and them, and um, 
and uh, Method Man. Yeah, I give it to him, man. You know, I, 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 I got to give it up to him. Some other flowers, real quick, man. I'm not a big fan of the group and the music, but Wu Tang's show is top notch, man. I still ain't checked it out, but I got it's, to. It's really good, man. You got to watch it to just watch. Just give it away. I ain't gonna give it nothing away. It's just and, and in the in the second season, it gets even better. It, it's really good, man. It's really good. Like the second season, you ever see the one show on on Netflix? Can't remember the name of it. It followed like hip hop back in the eighties. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm talking I think about? So. I think it's called. Um, I can't remember the name of that show, but the dude from there is actually playing um, uh, Raekwon on there. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you know how it kind of had like some of the weird Wu Tang was switched to a cartoons. It was. It was just. It's just cool. You can tell RZA is is the showrunner for it. It's, it's a really it's a really good show, man. It's a really 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 good show. It makes me be like, I wish Bone had they shit in order because I would love a creeping on the come up show about Bone Thugs, man, or even a, sure. a biopic. But they did the they taking the bio shit to a whole nother realm. Okay, because we I mean not to get we we in the middle of season two and they've not even recorded Cream yet. They ain't recorded nothing. And we in the middle of season two. So they are like, if you didn't know Wu-Tang, you'd be like, oh, it's a show about some dudes from the hood that's trying to become rappers. That's how good the show is. It's not just like, here's a song. Let's go record some music. Let's show you how they recorded this song. Let's show you how. No, it's a story story. So it's a real good show. Yeah. Good show. Um, and since you're talking about giving out flowers, I know I've said it before, but mm-hmm. I'm going to say it again because we're a couple weeks from the show coming back. Mm-hmm. Let's give Issa her flowers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw another trailer that came oh, out you this did? week. Oh, you did? I didn't for, see um, at, 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 I saw it. It was a link on it on, on IG. Okay. And it's just like, man. It's, it's, I, I, I think she's dope, and she's going to wrap it up. I, I've said it before. Yeah, I, know yeah, I, said it. She's oh, gonna, yeah. I think she's going to put a good bow on it. Oh, Obviously, yeah. people are either going to love it. Or it's Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. You're either going to hate it or you're going to love it. I yeah. get it. Um, but I found myself for the first time this week breaking my own rule. I'm like, Show should end. Like, just go ahead and end yeah, it. Like, they, yeah, they go got on to. Top. Yeah. Go out on top. I can. I think I can use a couple more seasons of, of Insecure. Yeah. I, I promise you, I can. Yeah. Um, but I, I think she got more in store though. So that's why yeah. I kind of want this to wrap up because I can't wait see to see what, what she do does. next. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I feel it. I feel it. That's but, like uh, Courtney Kemp with. Uh, I guess she says nothing's gonna happen with Power. Please don't fuck up Power. But she signed a deal with Netflix and she produced a bunch of shows on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And her goal is to tell these stories, interwoven stories from different points of views. So I can't wait to see what Courtney Kim does with Netflix. Yeah, we, we definitely gonna see. But yeah, we frozen a little bit. Mm-hmm. We about to get out of here anyway. Yeah. Um. All right, so we about to wrap up. So yes, just sir. so people know, um, next week we'll be on about one o'clock. Yes, yes, yes. At, the Browns play at four o'clock, so we'll be on about one. Uh, get it out the way early. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the doctors I took out this week was um, he got season tickets. Hmm. Cause we was talking about Browns that you know a little bit, and um, and he said he got a bunch of sets. Like he got like some that are in pairs. Mm. <clears throat> I think he got one or two that he said are like three seats. Well, let, so I was like, I was gonna talk to y'all because hey. the Thursday night game is the one I kind of want to go oh, to. Hell, That's in yes. a couple of weeks. So I'm, I'm like, I was gonna talk to y'all too about it. Um, Who we got? Just, the Bengals on Thursday night or the Ravens? We got. I thought it was Denver on that. Denver. Night. That's right. You're right. You're right. Um, but. So we we can rap about that. But he was saying the same thing that people when I went to the first game was saying that you know we can kind of. I trust them a little bit more, though, because mm-hmm. I'm not saying I don't trust the couple I went to the game with, mm-hmm. but it's like, I don't know y'all. Yeah. And y'all from, I think they were from basically like Erie or something mm-hmm. like that. So it's like, 
Only way I, I can, I will have to electronically transfer the money to y'all. Yeah. And y'all got to electronically transfer a ticket to me. What's to say that I might. Give y'all money, y'all give me no ticket. Right. You know, I just, I can't probably get my money back. Yeah. At least if it's the doctor, I can roll up to him at his practice. Mm-hmm. But hey, where my ticket? Where my at? money at, nigga? Or, or, or where my money at. Yeah. <laughs> so hands, fam. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> um, so I think I trust that one a little yeah. bit more. Um, but yeah, so if y'all, if y'all, if you know, if you and Playboy want to do it, we can, you know, yeah. either way, I you know think I'm going to try to go to that, um, the Thursday night game. Okay. Though. All right. So I'm trying to get mine in before it get too, too, too cold. Yeah. You know, but, um, I think that's it. So yeah, so early next week, y'all one o'clock next week. So thank y'all for tuning in mm-hmm. online and, um, throughout the week, um, you know, for y'all that's tuned in, you know, shout out, shout us out, you know, share mm-hmm. us on your Twitters and yeah, things man. like that. And, uh, it'll be some more stuff out this week, man. We kind of took that time off and. But I'm going to put a video and stuff out this week and, you know, just cut up some clips and stuff like that. So see some more con- some more content. It's, it's go time. Okay. So. All right, y'all. So we'll catch y'all next Sunday afternoon. Um, 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 I guess give them all your shits there. Man, it's, it's a real big the, the, day, di- the dynamic is off, and I'm not throwing over yeah, the, yeah, throw Playboy the Playboy first. <laughs> uh, shout out to Playboy. Yeah, shout out to Playboy. You know what I mean? Playboy underscore James 3. You know what I mean? On Facebook. If you know him, then you know him. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, no, it's a uh, big dev, man. As always, I'm trying to spread love in the world for the hate, man. I love y'all. Uh, if you don't love me back, it's cool. My mama do. You know what I mean? Like my pops always said, do what needs to be done when it needs to be done, whether you like it or not. Real big dev 216 everywhere, man. Everywhere. Yes, sir. All right, y'all. Catch y'all next week. DMST16 at yahoo.com. Questions, comments, concerns, feedback. Uh, anything you just want to tell us, you can do that in our um, email or you can, again, hit us up on our social media, DMST Boys, B O Y Z. Um, Sure, I think that's it, man. Yeah. So it may be cloudy today, but the sun will come out tomorrow. As long as you are here under the sun, live your life to the best of your motherfucking ability. I am DJ Brainstorm for you and all social media. That is DJ Brainstorm, the number four, the letter. You. <laughs> Episode 69, 269, yes. 269s. Yes. Nice. <laughs> we out of here, y'all. Peace. Peace, y'all. <laughs>